Welcome to Looking for Lincoln Stories, a podcast about the people, events, and places of Abraham Lincoln's life and times. These narratives of real-life events paint a picture of the vibrant history of the Abraham Lincoln National Heritage Area. This episode is entitled, Albert Cashier, an unconventional Civil War soldier from Illinois. In this episode, you'll learn about the life of Albert Cashier, a Civil War hero with a fascinating past. Cashier fought valiantly with the 95th Illinois Infantry Regiment, and many years later, the regiment would rally to Albert Cashier's defense. This episode is narrated by Meredith Vogel Thomas. Civil War hero from Illinois had a secret. Albert D.J. Cashier was born on Christmas Day in 1843 near Belfast, Ireland. Albert worked as a shepherd during his youth, which prepared him for the difficult and demanding life that awaited him. Albert, whose last name at birth was Hodgers, emigrated to the United States with his mother, arriving in New York City. Albert's mother married a man named Cashier soon after arriving in the United States, and Albert took his last name. Albert's new stepfather was always short on money, and he put young Albert to work in a shoe factory, where he worked until his mother died sometime in the 1850s. After his mother's death, Albert moved to Belvedere, Illinois, and worked as a laborer, farmhand, and shepherd. The year 1862 saw bloody fighting near Shiloh, Tennessee, and Albert D.J. Cashier joined the other young men of Belvedere to answer the patriotic call to arms. He enlisted for three years as a private in the 95th Illinois Infantry Regiment. Albert's unit trained for two months in Illinois before heading south to Cairo, Illinois, and then into the fighting in November. Albert was, by all accounts, the embodiment of the perfect infantryman during training. Despite his small stature, slender five-foot frame, he had no trouble keeping up on long marches or digging trenches. Albert preferred to spend his time alone, but he was well-liked and accepted by his comrades in the 95th. Soon, Albert's medal was tested in battle. The 95th Illinois found themselves in the toughest and bloodiest fighting in the Western theater of the Civil War. Albert fought with his unit in 40 battles, including Vicksburg, Bryce's Crossroads, Nashville, and Fort Blakely. Many of Albert's fellow soldiers noted his grit, determination, and bravery throughout the war. During the Battle of Vicksburg, Albert was captured by Confederate soldiers while performing a reconnaissance mission. He reportedly escaped by wrestling a gun away from a captor who then chased Albert on foot. Albert reached the safety of the Union lines just in the nick of time during this harrowing ordeal. The final mission for the men of the 95th was to occupy Montgomery, Alabama until the end of the war. Following their Civil War service, Albert and the rest of the 95th Illinois mustered out of the Union Army with full military honors at Camp Butler in Springfield, Illinois on August 17, 1865. 
Albert soon found civilian work doing odd jobs in and around Sonoman, Illinois, in Livingston County. He worked first for the Cheesebro family, then as a lamplighter and church janitor. Albert's home on the Cheesebro property in Sonoman is now a local tourist attraction run by the Livingston County Historical Society. Albert was eventually hired as a mechanic and driver for Illinois State Senator Ira Lish. One day in 1910, as Albert was inspecting Senator Lish's vehicle, the senator climbed into the driver's seat to assist and accidentally rolled the vehicle over Albert's leg, badly shattering it. Albert never fully recovered from the wound and eventually required lengthy hospitalization. As a Union Army veteran, Albert was entitled to long-term treatment at the Illinois Soldiers and Sailors Home, which is now the Illinois Veterans Home at Quincy. Several of his comrades from the 95th Illinois visited him there, all dressed in their blue uniforms while they traded old war stories. But Albert was hiding something. It's unknown if any of Albert's fellow Civil War soldiers knew of his well-kept secret, either while serving with him during the war or when they visited him in the Veterans Hospital. But the superintendent and some of the staff at the soldiers' home knew what Albert was hiding. They kept that knowledge to themselves out of respect for all that Albert had accomplished during the war. Plus, if Albert's secret was revealed, it might mean his soldier's pension would be revoked. As Albert's physical and mental health deteriorated, he was sent to the Watertown State Hospital for the Insane in East Moline, Illinois in 1914. The mental hospital staff quickly discovered Albert's secret and suddenly it wasn't a secret anymore. Albert DJ Cashier had been born a woman, Jenny Hodgers. Jenny Hodgers showed a preference for dressing in boys' clothes and performing traditionally male tasks. So it wasn't much of a stretch when her stepfather forced her to dress and act like a boy so Jenny could get a better paying job at that shoe factory in New York. The change in identity became complete when Jenny took her stepfather's last name and added a male first name, moved to Illinois, and from that point forward, Jenny was Albert. During Albert's Union Army training and subsequent Civil War action, no one gave a second thought to a quiet young soldier seeking privacy for bathing and dressing. Albert's secret remained safe even when he received treatment for chronic diarrhea. But now, confined to a mental hospital with his birth gender revealed. For the first time in his adult life, Albert was forced by hospital staff to dress and act like a woman. Albert's sensational story was leaked to the newspapers and soon the United States government charged private Albert DJ Cashier with defrauding the government to receive a military pension. The government launched an official investigation into the matter, and it seemed that Albert was not only going to lose his identity, but his life-sustaining soldier's pension as well. Yeah. 
Albert's comrades from the 95th Illinois rallied to his defense. They testified that the person in question was not Jenny Hodgers, but Albert Cashier, a small but fearless soldier who showed bravery on dangerous missions. In the end, Albert was able to maintain his veteran status and his pension. But that didn't stop the treatment that Albert received. He was kept in the mental institution and was still forced to wear women's clothing. At 67 years of age, being frail and unaccustomed to walking in women's clothing, Albert tripped and broke his hip. He never recovered from the injury and spent the rest of his life bedridden. Albert DJ Cashier died on October 10th, 1915. The Grand Army of the Republic, a Union Veterans Association, arranged his funeral with full military honors. He was buried in uniform under a flag in the Sunny Slope Cemetery in Sonneman on October 12, 1915. Albert DJ Cashier's desire to identify as a man came more than 150 years before such gender identification issues became commonplace. He charted his own course, served his country with distinction, and was then made to suffer the last years of his life for his decisions. Jenny Hodgers or Albert Cashier, how will you remember this famous Illinoisan? Thank you for listening to this episode of Looking for Lincoln Stories, brought to you by Looking for Lincoln and the Abraham Lincoln National Heritage Area. This episode was written by David Blanchett, directed by Heather Fieser, and edited by Stephen Varble. Narration was provided by Meredith Vogel-Thomas. Looking for Lincoln Stories highlights people, events, and places from Abraham Lincoln's life and times. These real-life narratives paint a picture of the vibrant history of the Abraham Lincoln National Heritage Area. To learn more about the area, visit lookingforlincoln.org.